And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What it do? Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. My name is Ayola Kilichi and today is Champions League Day. Finally, finally, months after that club that will not be named won the Champions League and they've not allowed us to rest since then. We finally have a new season of the Champions League where another club, hopefully a new club, is going to win it. With me, of course, I've got my co-host, the second host, the other host, Jidechi. Hi, Jidechi. Yeah, hello. This is Jidechi Chidezie, the main host of the show. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you once again. Ayola, you think, you think it you is not a take, pleasure to be here with you. You think you can take my job? But that's not how it works. Ayola, it's not it's a not pleasure. That easy. When, I, when I say it's a pleasure to be here with you, I'm referring to the listeners, not you. You know so you love being that. here. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be here. But for, for what it's worth, I'm actually glad you said... Um, Finally, Champions League is going to kick off and we get to forget those who actually won it last year. I mean, like, let's just stick with the fact that we are not mentioning their names. Yes, I, I want to I, I want to gladly move on to a new champion. I want to see a new champion um, at the end of this season. Uh, we get to talk about other people and not those who are just living on past glory at this point. It's already past glory <laughs> Wait, who now. is living on past glory? Uh, the current champions. They you win. know that you are a Manchester United fan sympathetic to us now. So there's, there's an issue Ayala, with you the do way this, that you're... you also talk about Barcelona who have not won it in a while. I don't mind. Good then if but that's I've, I've the won case, it more recently than we have won it more recently than both your clubs. But I've won it more recently than both your clubs. Well, past glory is past. Like you have two clubs or not one. <laughs> and I've won it more recently than both. I have one club. <laughs> wow. I don't even know who you are trying to put under the bus now. But no, Allah. first, before we get to that, how was your FPL weekend? Finally, game week is over. We saw Demaria Gray. I'm sure everybody already has him by now. Did you have him in your team? Uh, I don't have Demaria Gray in my team. Do you have any Everton player in your team? Everton player, just Alan. Uh, I have in my team. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of getting this year that Scarlett Lowe. And um, it's just the way my forward line is looking, comprising of Ronaldo, Antonio, and Emmanuel Dennis. Uh-uh. And, you yeah, don't have Lukaku. You're not interested in Lukaku. I've actually been hoping on getting Lukaku, mm. but I I don't know. It's it's looking like it's a difficult call for me because I'm looking at the players in my team and I'm thinking, who am I going to take out for this move? And I'm sure you I used options. my wild card last weekend, last week, last game. And week. you don't have Lukaku. And I don't have Lukaku. I that's feel bold. at this that's point, wild. I'm going to be crying for this every game week. Trust me. May God be with you. Yeah, may God be with me. Really. Finally, we're getting back to the Champions League. Um, Before we get started, on Tuesday's episode of the podcast, we'll always have uh, fan engagement, fan interactions, and you guys can send in your voice notes to Ball Gecko on Instagram. Just get a number from us on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, really, wherever we are that you're listening to. And we'll get back to you with a number you can send a voice note to. So we're going to play some voice notes from some people, some fans. Listen to these. Boy, 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 boy. Come on. This is a great night. I can't believe it's already here upon us. I mean, this is the year for Champions League, the mother of all club competitions. We are going to be seeing the proper stage kickstart right now. 
I mean, uh, look at this team. Cristiano Ronaldo at Manchester United rejuvenates them, gives them that positive vibe about winning something or challenging. There's Bayern Munich with Julian Nagelsmann, and then there's Carlo Angelotti who's come back. Karim Benzema and boys will be ready to do something. But their first game against Inter Milan, crucial one, quite a massive one. Manchester City and Paris Saint Germain. I'm looking at both of the sides. They have been chasing this early grade for quite a while, but it looks like Paris is the name on everyone's lips because of Lionel Messi, Sergio Ramos, Achraf Hakimi. You have to add him in there. Uh, Neymar, you know, Kylian Mbappe. These guys are getting into that team, and you know we are expecting something great and juicy from them. I mean, come on, they look like they have what they need to actually get their hands on the title this time. Oh God, it's going to be a great, great, great night out there. Liverpool, sorry, I don't know what to say. And then everyone wants to see what happens between Bayern Munich and Barcelona. I mean, it's crazy. Injury problems for Barcelona. Sapaluna is also, uh, you know, the name on people's lips. I, I don't know. Come on, it's quite huge. The things that we could talk about for this night. But I think the first thing to do is to bask in the euphoria enjoy every bit of the action tonight my name is victor makefa and i love the uefa champions league Goal! you've been listening to ball gecko podcast so we've listened to victor's voice notes uh he mentioned a number of clubs uh that could be winning the champions league this season he talked about bayern he talked about real madrid manchester united maybe but most interestingly he spoke about psg and the array of talent that they have they've they've gone all out really despite not spending a lot of money they've gone all out they've got Messi, ramos donnarumma wijnaldum you know it's actually funny he didn't mention that team that team we are talking about at yes the at the podcast. beginning of the podcast he it, didn't mention it's, them it's interesting he didn't mention and that team. i mean i can see why uh, well although it looks like that team might be one of the contenders for the mm. champions league this season but yes let's just go with what he said he didn't call their names so let's not call their names we're still, about, we're still on a good still, run yeah of yeah. not mentioning that although name. of not mentioning that name so let me start off with Bayern. I mean, they mm. started with Barca um, on Tuesday night. And uh, it would be nice to see that the former champions of the Champions League are about to go back to what they were good at two seasons ago. That's winning the title. Uh, I don't know if this Bayern team right now could actually end up in the final of the Champions League. Well, I mean, I mean, they were almost there last season. They were almost there last if, season. if... Uh, Lewandowski didn't get injured against PSG. Yeah, and what could happen by, say, next year, February? Mm. What could happen by he March? He could get injured again. Anything could happen. Someone so, else that is key could I, get injured. I don't know. I just feel this season of the Champions League might end up the way last season ended, where that team actually um, sprung up a surprise. That team everybody. could. Yeah, that Do you think it's going could. to be that same team or yeah. a new team that is going to surprise I, everybody? I, I don't know if it would be that same team, but I feel... It might be the kind of season we saw last year mm. whereby uh, someone who wasn't in the running originally the uh, came up and won, defeated every... I mean, we had our predictions last season. PSG, um, yeah, Bayern, Man City, Bayern. Man City, and then all of a sudden, um, a coach moved to a, a city in the United Kingdom. I'm also trying to, to London. The, no, no, we can't okay, say, we can't we can't say about London. Yeah, about so London. a coach moved to London mm. and then that team won it. A German coach moved to London. Yeah, a German then, coach moved yeah. to London and then that team won it. And I feel it's also going to be what would play out this season. So right now, I would say it's too early to be saying this could be the person, that could be the person because I mean, we literally did this last season. But I mean, 
we we, we've looked surprised. at what PSG has done in the transfer market. They've signed about three Champions League, former Champions League winners. Trust me, PSG, best goalkeeper PSG right now. Yeah, um, what what's that thing they call it for super egos when they are going for competitions? They tell them this is the benchmark. If you don't mm, do better than yeah. this, PSG's benchmark this season is the Champions League final. That's what they've invested. That's all this what money their for. benchmark is. If they get to that final, fine. Anything they want to do, that's now any other person's uh, marking scheme. My own marking scheme for them is you shouldn't be anywhere. But that final, the Champions League. If you get to the final, you feel you don't want to win it. That, <laughs> that's up to you. If you get to the final, you feel it's time to win it. Well, at, at least they, they they could cut themselves on slack and say we didn't spend so much. I mean, well, I mean, they didn't technically, spend, they, but technically they, they didn't did spend, spend so much, a lot in terms of the, I mean, in, they have in terms some of, of the, caliber. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Anything Do you think short if they don't, if they don't reach the final or if they don't win it, in fact, that Pochettino should go? If they start showing signs of not getting to the final, Pochettino should go. I mean, uh, it's what was happening with that team last season. Yeah. They were showing signs of that, not even of not progressing. Of not progressing. And then generally. they had to go for a new coach mm. uh, in the person of 2 And then we saw how they ended up winning it. So if PSG starts showing that sign that they are not going to get to the final, yo, let Pochettino go. So who would you have as a replacement? Uh, it's actually too early. Not many Conte coaches are. Well, job. Conte, Conte. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not really a fan of Conte, so I will ah, not really right, say right, Conte. Right. So let's quickly move on to the next set of voice notes or next set of voice drops from fans. Hello, everyone. Um, so I just want to briefly talk about the state of Manchester United this season. Um, I'm sure a lot of my fans are excited, myself included, um, about the return of. Ronaldo especially and the prospects for the season um, and I just want to say while well, we're all excited and a lot of people have been saying yes Manchester United should challenge for the title and possibly win it which is fair I mean to be honest we have one of the best squads but I think to be realistic the best that would happen <laughs> this season from Manchester United is that we end up fourth and it's not because I think the squad is inferior, but looking at the management and the quality of the other squads, management especially, I think Manchester United still has a long way to go, especially since we lack a proper defensive midfielder. Um, we all know Fred is... Fred is like a double-edged sword and most times we always get the sharper end of the sword <laughs> and Fred and McTominay just can't work um, looking at teams like Chelsea when they signed Kante I mean that is in Kante almost in randomly one day in the league and I feel that's the kind of player we need but we haven't gotten we will score goals this season definitely and maybe with Ronaldo we may win some of the matches that we used to draw, but titles are won by defenses, not just by attack. And I think that is where Manchester United will struggle. But fingers crossed for the new season. Um, my name is Saga, and I just want to shout out to Ball Gecko. You guys should tune into Ball Gecko for the best football content in the country. Peace. Aaron, my name is Aaron, and I support Manchester United. So. Yeah, are my opinions about Manchester United. So at the moment, I'm I am quite 
okay with the sport that we have. It's still improving, but it has improved more than last season. Now we have Cristiano Ronaldo and likes of Bruno, Pogba, still have Russia coming back from injury and tell us. Oh, I'm quite happy with what we have right now. Everyone is actually working very hard. I think we have a chance of winning the Champions League more than a chance of winning the league because you have um, 38 games in the league and more or less win like 30 games. But in Champions League, you are just 13 games and if you're lucky, you might get inside to just cheer to the finals, then you see what happens. Um, I would love if people can actually give only the respect it deserves because Looking back at the team we had two, three seasons ago to what we have, uh, I think he had a really improved team in terms of team management. Yeah, you can say, where is the trophy? It's just two seasons that have given me a break. He's still building and he has built to the extent of probably we can win a silverware this season. But the question is, if Ole wins a silverware, does the disrespect continues or it stops? Would people say, oh, only won it, or people will say Cristiano Ronaldo helped Ole to win it. Would people give Ronaldo the credit, or people would give Ole the credit? What would the agenda be this time around? So I think people really need to relax about Manchester United. Yeah, I can understand that we are the most talked about football club in the world for clickbait. You know, just post anything related to Manchester United and everybody's going crazy. But people just need to take a chill pill. Well, Chelsea are a very good team now. I mean, first, well, I don't think Lukaku will you know, score a lot of goals, but let's see how it goes. I think eventually the table is going to end either United or Chelsea winning the EPL, Manchester United will win either the EPL or the Champions League. But you never can tell, you might just win both because we have a very good squad on paper and on pitch and a very good squad it as well, apart from 30 minutes. I think that's all I have to say. You've been listening to Ball Gecko Podcast. Alright, so we've listened to two Manchester United fans. Um first we listened to Aaron and then we listened to Saga. And the funny Trust thing is Saga's one actually made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Saga said Manchester United will not end um, anything more than fourth on league I, games. I mean, well, funny enough, both of them they kind of have uh, they kind of agree on most of the points. Yeah. In, in terms of the squad that they have, and it not being exactly as complete as they wanted to. Yeah. It, uh, it's it, it's something I actually talked about in mm. the past. Uh, Manchester United look like they have everything now, but one thing is lacking, and I, it is about the gaffer. The man. Wow. I, I wouldn't thought you were going to say it's about the defensive no, midfield position. everybody has been talking about how uh, Fred and this thing. I actually don't think... Sometimes it actually takes a good manager to bring out what you are not seeing in a player. Give that... What scene. are we not seeing in Fred? Give I mean, they both, they both complain Fred about Fred. Fred is a good player. I don't know why people always complain about Fred. Mm. I, Manchester United fans, my fellow Manchester United fans who come for me <laughs> at this point. You say my fellow. But, but are they really your fellow they fans? They are fellow Manchester United okay. fans. Oh, but uh, the truth is that I actually feel what is missing in Manchester mm. United right now is the man in the dugout. And that's why I say 
this is going to be the defining season for Ole at United. I've been saying it and I'll keep saying it until I actually see something wonderful Improve. that Ole can actually do at the club. That's what I feel. Can they actually go forward? Well, we are talking about the Champions League right now mm. with Ronaldo in at uh, Manchester United. Mr. Champions League, I mean. Yeah, the like the man with the most Champions League, the man with the most goals and all no, of the that. Not the man with the most Champions League, yeah, yeah. You have this person at your disposal so in the think, Champions think- League and by now we should be talking about how Manchester United should be among contenders for the title or this season for the Champions League but you look at the man at the dugout again he got to the final of the Europa last season he lost and on he penalties he lost on penalties well Come that on. game could have been won in 90 minutes could it really yes that could be said about if, any game if you don't, you if you don't want to be if you don't want to say things like I, well I lost on penalties mm. you could be saying things like well I won in normal um, time. regulation time normal regulation like the time that you have to wait your penalties for you to actually lose out really and you call yourself good so when you when you compare that i mean the the team the team that we will not name also met a similar Villarreal side in the super cup and they also had to go to penalties well how did they get to the super cup that's what i'm saying i mean the fact that they were there at the final and they had to rely on penalties to win as well my, so could it be my, that my Villarreal are not as bad is, as... My point is they walked their way mm. to that Super Cup. You've not even walked and your way, to the, way to, the, to, the, to the final now. They walked their way to the final, yes. But when it mattered the most, and that is something we've seen consistently with this man, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Manchester United. Whether the semi-final... When it matters the most, mm. can you bring that extra firepower that your team needs? And right now, I would say this is the big question we cannot answer at this time of the so season. According to, according to, according to Aaron, he's, Aaron, he says um, that it's more likely for Manchester United to win the, the Champions League than the Premier League because the Premier League is a marathon, and as we all know. Champions League, he, he mentioned, look, uh, well, it's not like he's far from the truth. Mm. Um, you have that bit of luck, let's say Ronaldo now. Um, looks like it's just the magic dust that you added to um, the team that many didn't compare. Uh, didn't um, see is so good. Looked like he just sprinkled a little stardust, of, um, stardust on uh, Manchester United yeah. with Ronaldo. And they could actually get as far as the semi-finals this season mm. if they actually uh, bring out their A-game at every level of the competition this season. That's what I actually do feel. So, do you feel that the Champions League is quote-unquote easier to win? Based on what Aaron said, you see lesser, the value lesser games, mm-hmm. lesser games, yeah, it's actually possible. If but he also has fewer, actually also has fewer margins of error because if you that, lose that, the league That's game, why I said it's a competition where your A game has to be there at all times. Yeah. It's not like the league where you can um, relax a Lose little or three and matches. catch up. Yeah. If you're serious in the Champions League, there's no reason why you should not be in the last eight of the competition. And once you're in the last eight of the competition, I mean, you're allowed to start dreaming. So, yeah. And then let's move on to how they both talk about the fact that Manchester United cannot win the league this season. Does it add up to have the second greatest player of all time and still think of your club as a club that can't win the league? Well, um, I think this time around, and that's why they said, um, one of them mentioned how Champions League was going to be actually easier. I mm. think they're looking at the marathon aspect of it. 
you know the league can you trust fred for 38 matches exactly the league is a long-term project it's mm. not something you will say okay we'll do it this way we'll do it this way we'll do it that way and it works out you do something and at some point it begins to fail you you have to re-strategize you have to think how else can we do this we all know how Before someone catches we, up we, to yeah you. we all know how um league football can be once you start talking about december when yeah. you start talking about february when once you start talking about uh, march and june and me those critical months what can you do right in those months and that's the month i think they are referring those periods that i think they are referring to yeah manchester United they look good right now but can they look good when they have those cristiano. months come calling even cristiano would at some point need a little help mm. and when he needs help from the like can of- actually make him stand on his feet and Bruno, score no rashford so so that's why i actually they, they feel Sancho for that's why for a me a lot of money for me well. i've been more of sitting on the fence mm. uh, even though you're a fan yeah uh, that they actually are one of the strong sides in the league this season but when it comes to 38 games would they actually be there and that's why i just feel i'll just stick with first second at most third at the end of the season so fourth. it's now up no not for definitely <laughs> fourth is for okay no fourth is not for you, you want to mention their name now okay no, no. is I, it the club we can't mention their name uh no okay Let, let's leave that one I, i don't want to go there i don't want to just cause trouble right now but the thing is i just feel that's what's going to be for them this season if they're going to go better than my prediction for them then that's up to them that's would that be a plodi to ole or would that be a plodi to ronaldo Ah, that's a tough question to be very honest. Who take the plaudits at the end of the season? We are Manchester United to be champions. Yes, the exactly. Champions if they win the Champions the league, league or the Premier League or if they win that, both, that is a really Would it be would it be a case of tough. oh, they finally gave Ole what he needed and he came good or would it be a case of I mean, come on, they had Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, really, I I can't answer that question right now because uh, we I need mean, to answer it too. <laughs> well, okay, this is the reason why I don't think I can answer it right now. We remember when Fernandez joined the team mm-hmm. and uh, looked like Manchester United we are a new side altogether. Yes. I don't know if whatever would happen in the league this season and in the Champions League obviously would be because they have Ronaldo or because some other player steps up or because the manager's tactics is finally working with the Ronaldo in the team. Mm. I don't know how it's going to pan out. So let me not give the plaudits now. Let me wait and see what would happen with the team and before I say actually yeah, who actually them. made it happen before I say okay this is it's the reason. So you, you also you also mentioned um, Bruno. You mentioned how his impact has been at the club and how it changed the way that Manchester United were. Do you think looking back now would you give the plaudits to bruno to ole or is it shared trust me i won't give any plaudits to ole trust me definitely wow. nothing but to this, is exact, this is exactly what aaron was talking about anytime something bad happens with manchester united ole gets the blame every time something good happens to manchester united the individual player gets the praise Well, is it fair? Let's just move on to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's do a quick um, preview of the Champions League games tonight.
obviously the biggest game Barcelona hosting Bayern Munich. How do you see that one going? Uh, I actually see Barca winning this one. Many people interesting. Are, Thank yeah, God I'm not the one saying yeah. this, so that nobody will say, yeah, "Oh, I was being biased." It's actually, it's actually funny. It's coming from me, who trust me, you will not drag Barca anytime, any day. Wake me up from my sleep, I will drag them with. See, I understand. Drag when, when them like lose, Tiger Generator. When you lose two finals to the same club in the space of no, three that's years, not, you uh, have to uh, hit uh, the club. I understand. Don't well, worry about the it. thing. Is I just feel tonight is just one of those days where everybody's expecting the other person. To, mm. The stronger side to win, and the underdog in the fixture actually Can't. wins this one because Barcelona has Barca become the underdog in the fixture. I know. I'm saying like, what a time to be alive. Yeah, when well, Barcelona that's is what the underdog. Is, deal with it. So it's I actually life. feel it's gonna be a slim win for Barca this mm. night. Yeah. Another interesting game or a game that you don't want to miss would be Atlanta versus Villarreal. I think that's going to give us a lot of entertainment because of who the two teams are. They well, do enjoy entertaining us. Well, entertainment, yes. I don't know if it's something I'm really ready to look up to. Uh, okay. uh, considering you heard it here the first, anyway. The Atalanta we knew before. Are they really the Atalanta we know now? I don't think is Itaga can change their stripes that easily. They okay. haven't really scored much in the league that, this And season. that's why I feel it's not really a Villarreal really not not much on change, not much change from what they were before. Yeah. But it's the Atlanta side of that fixture and they're looking at. I'm not really expecting anything much from them. And that club that we shall not name also starting their yeah the place Zenit Saint Petersburg. I mm. mean, we have to also we have to call the names of their opposition Zenit Saint Petersburg. Yeah, of course, Zenit. Yeah, it's fine. Zenit Speak about Saint Zenit. Petersburg. Go on, go on. Yes, they are playing that club we cannot call. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually expecting that club we cannot call to actually win. They're at, they're at home. That's why they should win tonight's game. Yeah, maybe when they go back to Russia for the second leg, then they will lose that they one. Lose. Maybe, maybe. What is there any other match that stands out for you? Standout for me would have to be um, UV. I'm mm. really looking forward to see what UV can do without Ronaldo. Um, they've moved on from him. It's something they've wanted. And so, so let's far, actually see the if league. they can finally get maybe they can get bragging rights at the end of the season if they can win the Champions League. I mean, and if, say, if, yes, if they can't we... beat Empoli and Napoli, is there really any point in them trying? Well. That's why I said, let me, let me not, let me, let me wait. I'm waiting. It's like you go to the end of the line, mm. the racetrack, and go and wait for the person with Kane. That's what I'm actually doing for Juve this season because I mean they treated my goat like trash. So well, I'm waiting your team to now, drag so. them. I'm waiting to drag them at the end of the season if they actually can't achieve much. That's it for me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's been the Borgeco Podcast as always. Thank you, Jidechi, for being yep. here. Thank you to Victor. Thank you to Saga. Thank you to Aaron for sending in your thoughts, your opinions. And that, that's it for the show. Um, anything you want to add? Uh, nothing I want to add. Just... You don't want to give anybody, like, two short odds? Two short odds. <laughs> uh, well, let me not give you any two short odds. Actually, Barcelona to win is about three odds. So, I mean, if yeah, it doesn't happen... Yeah, if you can take mine to the bank, that's three odds If it doesn't happen, it, it I doesn't know happen. where you can find Jidechi. Mm. I know his house address. I know his office address. All those things. So, Okay. No okay. Mm. You, not, you want to change I, your mind? I don't have any two short odds for anybody. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this life. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, you know where to find us. It's always ball underscore gecko on Twitter and ball gecko on other platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And it's also the ball gecko podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, 
as well as google podcast really any podcast listening service that you want you could also listen on our website www.borgecho.com you should check it out it's new it's interactive it's a lot of fun thank you so much for listening see you tomorrow Thank you for listening to the Borg Gecko podcast. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter and check our website for more interesting stories and content. 